Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Live Laugh Lou. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the second episode of Live Laugh Lou. Um, awesome results. On the first episode, we got 60 views on YouTube, almost 60. As of right now, it's at 59, I think, but almost 60. And we got 20 listens on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. So that was awesome. Very excited about it. Um, so that's 80. That's 80 total listens and watches, I guess. So that's great. That's great. And I'm glad that all of you listened. And thanks for listening for those that did. So, so excited to be here. Super excited, and this episode is going to be a great one, because guess what? I'm coming here, I'm doing this podcast at a time where, you know, I don't really feel like doing it. I'm not, I'm not all there mentally, you know, I'm not feeling the best mentally, so it's real. It's, it's going to be one of the real episodes that you'll probably see. There's going to be a lot of real episodes, I'm sure, because, you know, there's good days and bad days. We have those. We all have them. So, shit gets real, man. It's not easy. It's not easy to do this. It's not easy to fix yourself. It's not easy to get better. It's not easy to get over that mental hump. It's it's not. It's not easy. Shit's real. It's hard. So, let's all just keep trying. Just know that you're not alone in this. You won't be the first one to go through it. Go through it. You're not going to be the last one to go through it. So just keep pushing. I'm here to listen. I'm here to help you. I'm. I'm with you all. Okay. So no worries if you're not feeling it. I totally understand. I'm right there with you. So. Anyways, last week I talked about love and how we need to live life with more of it in our lives spread love spread joy it's infectious keep doing it when you do something nice for another human it feels good for yourself and imagine how that other person feels they're probably feeling that love as well so you know keep keep spreading love keep spreading joy it's definitely worth it it is the best so just keep spreading love, keep doing it. But quote of the week is this too shall pass. It's a very great quote, very great quote by the great um Tom Hanks. Um we're about to we're about to watch that video and you know kind of dissect it. Um I watched this actors round table where they just talk about their lives as actors and what they go through and how they how they prepare for roles and what their process is like. But I found this video of Shia LaBeouf talking about empathy. And, you know, it applies to last week's episode of Love and Empathy. So um, let's take a look at it here. Hopefully I can find it quickly. I forgot where it was. thought I recorded it.
Well, I'm just going to cut this part out, so let me find this video. All right, I found the video, so let's let us give it a watch. Um, this is Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, empathy for my father, you know, mm -hmm. who was always the biggest villain in my life, you know, and I think if you can empathize with the biggest villain in your life and sort of scrape some of these shadows and it makes you lighter and freer. I don't think I was leading with love and my life has changed. You may or may not attest, but I feel like when you when you lead with lightness and love, you can get to the heavy easier. You know, it's much hmm. it's much easier, it's much more accessible. Like anger and the the rough shit is very easy. You know, it's the other stuff that that feels quite difficult. You know, get an honest laugh is very hard. Hmm. I tell you, when I have to laugh. <laughs> so that was the clip, and we're gonna come back to this clip because obviously Tom Hanks has the "this too shall pass" quote. But, I mean, he's basically talking about leading with love. You know, that makes, that makes everything easier for you. Yeah, I, think, I think what I discovered through my battles is that, you know, once you start leading with love, it does get a whole lot easier. And I'm telling you that from experience. You know, I think that when I was, when, when currently... When I am battling this, you know, before I recognized that, you know, there was a problem, before I recognized there was a problem, I shut myself off completely. You know, I didn't, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I thought I was being the best version of myself, but I wasn't. So it was hard because I felt good, but I wasn't making others feel good. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't loving to the best of my ability and and that's sad and it's tough to think about it to realize that I mean like the past I don't know the last two years of my college experience were you know tough on me and I didn't know how to handle it at the time I think I did the best that I could at the time. Sometimes I would open up. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I would shut myself off completely. Sometimes I would let someone through that little door. Sometime, and most times I would just, I would just, I would just shut everyone out. I, I wouldn't let myself feel anything. And I don't think that's the way to go through life. I think feeling things are one of the best things about life. You know, when you feel happy, when you feel sad, when you feel excited, when you're nervous. These are all things that we go through as humans that I think build us up. And I think that when you feel life just gets better. You know, you may feel these pains too, but... These pains will help you grow. And if you feel those pains, they're going to help you grow into a better human. And I think feeling is very important. So, you know, there it is. There was another quote that I liked. I didn't make it the quote of the week. Maybe it'll be next week's. But I just love the quote 
Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, and that is why they call it the present. Just embrace it. Just embrace everyone. Embrace yourself. Life's too short to to not do that. Life's way too short, man. I just turned 23 last week, and man, I'm I'm already I'm already one third of the way through life. That's crazy. So. It's scary to think about, you know, when when you're on your deathbed, what what kind of motivates me, what kind of gets me up in the morning when I'm on my deathbed and I look back on my life, can I say that I lived it to the best of my ability? Did I did I did I have relationships? Did I gain relationships? Did 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 I bring things to those relationships for my friends? Was was I a good friend? Was I a good you know, eventually, was I a good father? Was I a good brother? Was I a good... All those things. Was was I a good coach? Was I a good ref? Was It's just all these things that I think we have to think about. Like, on oh, my deathbed, I don't want to think, man, I, I don't want to have any regrets, man. I just don't want to have those regrets. It Having regrets eats you alive. And it, that's like a whole nother thing to move on from. Regrets are something that you have to move on from totally separate from your mental health. I mean, it it adds to it for sure, but you, you, you have to, you can't have any regrets, man. I'm telling you now from experience. So, like having mental clarity isn't having an empty mind it's having the thoughts in your mind but thinking of them as almost passing notes we don't have to get caught up in them we have the power to let them go turn them into actions reflect on the insights they share sure learn from it and move on from it that's what we have to do the but i'm telling you the mind is a very place very tough place to be and Try to view the negative thoughts as of this too shall pass. And now I'm going to play this this Tom Hanks clip where he talks about this. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. Yeah. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh. off? You feel angry? Yes, this too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there you are. Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally, mm. and if nothing else, just wait. Just wait. Just oh, wait it out. Right? Just, just, I'll take Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. Being more economical. Shut up, Adam Driver. No, I'm just kidding. He's he's a great actor, but during this whole roundtable, dude, I just felt like he like didn't give a shit, man. He he just sat. He just sat there like this. Yeah, I, I don't even think I saw his teeth, dude. He was so... Like, dude, you're sitting at a table with Jamie Foxx, Adam Sandler, Shia LaBeouf, Rob, Robert De Niro, Tom Hanks. Dude, dude, these people are 
the funniest people in the world and you're not laughing. Okay, get off your high horse, Adam Driver. Come on now. Come on, man. But yeah, this too shall pass. This this is a quote that can get you through a lot. Just tell yourself this too shall pass. I think that we tend to stay in these sad moments and we tend to think that I'm never going to get over this. You just you just think I'm going to be in this forever. But you're not. You're not going to be. I promise you. This too shall pass. And I promise you when even when you're happy, when you're feeling great, just like he said, this too shall pass. It's life. Life is a roller coaster. You got to enjoy all of it. There's twists and turns. There's ups and downs. You just got to enjoy all of it. Or at least try. And I know through the pains and the downs, we're not going to enjoy it as much because we feel that much pain. But I promise you that pain isn't going to last forever. Pain is temporary and it's going to help you grow and do something better. Into something better for yourself. Take care of yourself. This too shall pass. I love that quote. And I try to tell myself every time I'm feeling down, I try to tell myself this too shall pass. It's it's a wonderful quote. It It's fantastic. I love it. But this, this week I, I wanted to touch a little bit on anxiety and depression. So it's an extremely delicate subject to talk about. So, you know, that's what I'm going to be with it, delicate. And hopefully you'll, you'll be able to know that you aren't alone. You're not alone in this, I promise you. So, like, anxiety is intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Sometimes it will make you feel like you have a fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired. Sometimes, if it's bad enough, it can lead to panic attacks. Depression is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily, li- in daily life. Possible causes include a combination of biological, physical, oh, <laughs> psychological, couldn't read, sorry, and social sources of distress. Increasingly, research suggests these factors may cause changes in brain function, including altered activity of certain neural circuit circuits in the brain. The persistent feeling of sadness or loss of interest that characterizes major depression can lead to a range of behavior and physical symptoms. This may include changes in sleep, appetite, energy level, concentration, daily behavior, or self-esteem. Depression can also be associated with thoughts of suicide. Now, now I've had my struggles with both. Still going through, still going through them. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily depressed anymore at least but anxiety is still a big thing I got to get through my struggles with anxiety were built I think mainly by this person that I grew up with I'm not going to name any names because I think that would be kind of rude and I want to be the bigger person about it 
and I just don't want to start start that stuff. So, I mean, I grew up with this person who was supposed to be a role model for me, and they filled me with all these anxieties and all these insecurities just by watching this person every day. By watching this person every day, by watching them go through life, by watching what they did with their relationships, by how they handled their relationships, it threw me. Man, I didn't I didn't understand what what relationships were so supposed to be like. Like that like how they had relationships were what my understanding about relationships should be like. And it was a very fucked up way how that person handles relationships. It's very fucked up. And it's not okay. And you know, I'm trying I'm I'm trying to help people realize that it's not okay. I've I've dealt with it. And two of my brothers are dealing with it. And it's not easy. And to deal with that person is tough. But yeah. I I dealt with it by And the thing is that this person would sometimes make sense. And that would make me think, oh, okay, that does make sense. That's how relationships work. So it would reel me in. And and then I would catch on. And then it would just get really manipulative. Really, really scary stuff. It's, it, it is very concerning. Really narcissistic. It's really concerning. I mean, if you're, if you're ever, if you catch yourself, if you catch yourself trying to start drama after high school, hey, maybe we need to switch things up here. Yeah? No offense, but we gotta switch it up. Got to switch it up because if you're trying to start drama after we're out of high school, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Okay. You know, after high school, we're supposed to be adults, young adults, and then we turn into adults. After after high school, your brain is still forming until like 21, I think. I think what I read. And then after that, we're adults. So we should be able to handle things like adults. Now, I do understand that some things like me that person in my life, her relationship, did not handle any of their, all right, did not handle any of their relationships like an adult. So it was hard for me to process how to handle a relationship like an adult. It did not come easy. It, I, This person made me feel really small, you know, and it really sucks. And I hope this person can change and find it within themselves. I, I, I hope nothing but the best for them. I think that this, I think that this Shia LaBeouf, you know, have empathy for the biggest villain, villain in your life. I think 
that has a lot to do with what I'm trying to do currently. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I don't think I am. Not after what this person has done and what they have said. Just no. I, I, I'm not going to do it quite yet. Um, I should have dealt with it by asking why. I, I should have looked inward more. You know, I had I had this person that cared about me so much and was trying to help was trying to help me through it. She was trying to help me through it. She 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 is my best friend and she was trying to help me through it the whole entire time and I would block her out and I I would sometimes open up to her, sometimes I would close off, sometimes I was in the middle. It was it was just not fun for her. And she was she was great. I should have opened up to her more. I should have been open with her the whole entire time. I should have been open with myself. I should have respected myself. I should have asked why more. I should have been more curious about what's going through in me. What I should have been more curious about what's going through my head. I should have been more curious about what's going on inside me and what these things are making me feel. What the things that this this villain in my life is making me think. What is this villain making me think and why is it making me feel like that? And when can I move on from it? And when and when can I say enough is enough? I can't do that anymore. So I should have dealt with it that way. I should have realized like hey this is not healthy for me this this isn't this isn't what i need this isn't this isn't how relationships are supposed to work this, it's it's not so i that's how i should have dealt with it and i think what i think the hardest part the hardest part of this ha- having growing that anxiety from this person from that villain in my life um i think all I wanted to hear was I think all I wanted to hear was I'm sorry. You know, I that person, that villain in my life thinks they are great and they tend to manipulate you in ways that you don't realize when you're a kid. But then when you grow up, you're like, oh, shit, that ain't good. And it makes you feel like absolute shit, and it makes you feel guilty, and it's not okay. It's not. And all I wanted to hear was, I'm sorry, I do want to change. I think that's what I wanted to hear from that person. And then I could have saw what it is within myself to change. And maybe that maybe that could have pushed me along a little bit further. But having that villain just threw me. Um, I struggled horrendously for the last three years of college I struggled 
horrendously. And it wasn't okay. And it, it, it still isn't okay. But I'm getting better with it because I know that I'm getting better. And I'm working on it. Now, I still struggle with it. I think I still struggle with anxiety more than depression. But um, I also got anxiety from a past relationship. So I, I think that kind of creeped into my, 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 my former relationship. But what was the next relationship after that? After that bad relationship, my next relationship, it creeped into that one. And that's what formed the anxiety in that relationship. And I should have moved on. I should have moved on. I should have put the past in the past. Because to embrace tomorrow, you have to move on from the past. To embrace tomorrow, you have to move on from yesterday. To embrace the present, you have to move on from yesterday. And I love the quote in Ted Lasso, be a goldfish. You know why? Because they have the shortest memory. They have a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish. And... Uh, my depression kind of, it was built by, again, this villain in my life that I've been talking about. They they filled me with this, and they told me that I was this. They would always ask me, why are you so miserable? Where have you gone? What is What is going on? What's wrong? Why do you walk up here and... You're acting like a piece of shit. Why are you always so miserable? Why are you tearing the house apart? Why are you... You turn this house into shambles every time you come home. (laughs) When you're telling me I'm miserable all the time, how the hell am I supposed to be happy? When you're telling me I have... When you're telling me I have anxiety and depression when I thought I didn't well of of course you've fed me that shit for 20 years and you know I do I honestly do feel bad for this person because they'll never have a real relationship they won't it's all it's all manipulation They'll never be real with anybody. I I have one of the best relationships of all time with with someone and she her and I can talk about anything and wherever and whenever and have a great time and and I love her for that and I will always love her for that and you know, it's great. And I'm glad I have that because that's real. That's real. We can have these deep conversations and we can talk about anything. And then, and then we can make each other laugh. We can, we can be crying and then we can laugh five minutes later. It's, it's the realest, most purest thing you can have. And I promise you, 
that it is the best thing in the whole entire world to feel that way when someone like that cares about you as much as you care about that person and something a relationship a, f- a friendship a relationship that real is unbelievable so if you have one of those with somebody that's amazing and that is awesome and try to be more real because the real relationships are the best and when this person when this villain in my life was showing me how relationships worked and how they ran their relationships it was not good it was it was talk shit behind their back it was manipulate them and then if they would get in a fight with somebody it was okay go to the next one go to the next person talk shit behind that person's back Ugh. come on what are we doing what are we doing we're not in high school last time I checked (laughs) you're over 20 years old and you're out of high school so what are we doing you know I get it if you're in high school and and you're still not sure how relationships work I mean I I mean I really wasn't sure until maybe maybe about six months ago to a year ago when I was 22 I probably didn't learn what the real meaning of a relationship and how you can hold up your end how 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 what you bring what you bring to friendships what you bring to those relationships you always have value you have value in everything that's why you have these friends that's why you have these relationships it's fantastic so you you bring these things to these relationships but this this villain in my life you know i they they were saying all these things they they were saying all those things like you know why are you always so miserable every day you walk around like you own the house you walk around like you're a piece of shit they would get they would get um they would get drunk and yell at me for no reason they they would tell me they would tell me that I'm not a well that just gave it away I'll cut that out <laughs> they would tell me that I'm not a good person they they would tell me that I'm 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 not a good listener they they would they would just rip me apart any chance they any chance they got they would just rip me apart and i fell into the trap of letting it happen but what else was i supposed to do i tried everything i could to make it work when i was being a, a shitty person i would apologize to them i would say look i fucked up i'm sorry and then it would be okay for a minute but then they would go back to manipulating me again. They would go back again to making me feel like shit, making me feel like I'm an inch off the ground, making me feel like I'm an inch tall. And that's just not okay. And how they run their relationships is not okay. And that's that kind of bummed me out. And that kind of gave me the depression there for a while when 
when I was living there for three years, that's what the constant reminder of telling me that I'm miserable, that all these shitty things telling me this. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, then I'm miserable. What else am I supposed to be? How else am I supposed to be happy? If you're telling me that I'm miserable every single day of my goddamn life. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Had to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. And I dealt with it the same way I dealt with the anxiety. I pushed it away. I I let it go. I, I tried not to feel anything. And how I should have dealt with it was I should have got knocked on my ass. You know, I should have stood up to this person earlier. I should have stood up for other people earlier. And I think that I should have recognized that, yeah, something is wrong with myself. Something, I shouldn't be pushing away these feelings. I shouldn't be looking at this person, this villain in my life. I shouldn't be looking at this person saying, yeah, those relationships are okay. I shouldn't have been saying that. It's just sometimes with narcissistic tendencies, they will make you feel like things make sense for a little bit. And they will fill your head with gabagool. No, they, they would just fill it with all this garbage. And I, I should have dealt with it earlier, maybe. I think that would have helped me. I can't even imagine the person I would be now if I, have, if I was already dealing with it. And, you know, all I want... And all I wanted to hear during that depression was, you're not alone. All I wanted to hear was, I'm here. All I wanted to hear was, yeah, you're not alone. All I wanted to hear was, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Just... And I had, and I had that best friend I was talking about. I had that, but I pushed it away because of what this, of that villain feeding me a bunch of fucking bullshit. I pushed them away because that villain was feeding me bullshit and making me feel like shit. And then when I stood up to them and I took care of it, I got worse. Because it hurt me. It hurt me that I had to do that. And it hurt me that I have to see these other people still going through it. And it still does hurt me. But I have to get myself better. So for a little bit there, I didn't handle it. I didn't deal with it. And that kind of sucks. But, you know, I'm dealing with it now. And I think that's okay. It's better late than never, you know. So... I'm glad I realized that I could be better. So, and if there's one thing that I kind of learned from all of it, from depression, anxiety, all that hard shit, it's that um, you're not alone. And the other thing is that 
you have to believe. You have to have that trust in the universe that on the other side of your pain is something great. And I... People try to bring you down. Don't let people bring you down. On the other side of your pain is something great. Now I have this I have this other great video clip of Dwayne Johnson talking about this. And I'm gonna show you it here. But we're probably gonna have to watch the ads first. So there we go. I found that with depression, one of the most important things you could realize is that you're not alone. You're not the first to go through it. You're not gonna be the last to go through it. And oftentimes it happens. You just, you feel like you're alone and you feel like it's only you and you're in your bubble. And, and I wish I had someone at that time who, who could just pull me aside and hey, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. So I wish I knew that. Just gotta remember. Hold on to that fundamental quality of faith. Have faith that on the other side of your pain is something good. So there it is. Even the even the greats go through it. So don't feel like you're you're alone because you're not. I promise you, you're not alone. We're all going through something. So, look, hey, if you if you ever need to reach out to me, if you ever need anything, just let me know. I'll be happy to be there for you. I'll be happy to talk about anything. And, you know, if you want to talk about it, if you want to throw it in that Google form that I have, throw it in there. I'll be happy to give you my advice. I'll be happy to help you through it maybe, maybe give you some tips and tricks to try to get over things, to or at least try to move on from it, try to heal from it. So just let me know. Let me know if I can do anything. All right? That's that's all I really want, and I'm here to help you guys, and I hope that I can inspire you guys to, you know, heal. Heal the brain. Try to get, try to get the brain back on track. Try. I, I hope, and I hope that with this podcast that you can feel like you're not alone. And that you can listen to this and say, hey, look at this. He's going through shit too. And like The Rock said, you're not going to be the first one to go through with it. And you're not going to be the last one to go through it. So just keep pushing. And don't shut yourself off. Don't do what I did. You know, live life with open arms. Shit gets better. I promise you. So, some people try to bring you down. And I wish I had, I wish I had someone there. Not just for comfort, but to almost say, hey, man, look. You're not, this behavior isn't right. And that best friend that I was talking about tried to tell me that and I just wouldn't listen and sometimes sometimes that happens 
and you know I just hope you realize it if you know if if you're hurting relationships around you I I hope you can fix it there's always time to fix it there's always time to mend things there's always time to make things right we only get one of these things called life so just fucking do it try try to get better I I I hope I can help you guys out so just let me know if you ever need anything I'm here for you guys so um now I guess it's we got through the deep stuff so now it's time to talk about what the hell is happening in the world so I'm a little behind on this because someone commented on my Facebook post about this so I wanted to take a shot at it and see what's going on in the world I got to pull this article up so it's it's Disney versus Florida governor and not sure what's going on here but apparently they're fighting each other because it says versus so this Florida governor signed a law revoking Disney's powers. Okay. Florida governor Ron DeSantis has signed a controversial bill dissolving Walt Disney's world's self-governing status in the state. The move is seen as retribution for Disney's opposition to the state's so-called don't say gay bill. I don't get this. I don't get the don't say gay bill. I, I mean, it's that's not what the actual bill is called, but also like... But also, if if you're gay, why, why, why is the Florida governor like wanting wanting them to not teach it in schools? Like, okay, I get it if it's like elementary school, maybe middle school, maybe seventh eighth grade, they can start learning about it. I, I that's what I would think, just because you know, as as a kid, I wasn't really thinking with my penis yet or thinking about you know I wasn't looking down my teacher's shirts yet (laughs) so I don't know like I get it if you don't if like I I get it if you don't want to talk about it in elementary school like yeah sure because that's I think that's you know I think that's kind of young to kind of young to talk about it because you know I think people need to figure themselves out and kind of figure out what, who they're into. Who cares who, what people are into? If they're happy, they're happy. Who cares? So the company status in the state, in effect, allowed Disney to operate as its own municipal government. Ooh. It included the ability to levy tax, build roads, control utilities, and operates and operate its own fire department. The Florida bill will eliminate Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District and several others. The measure, however, allows for district districts to be reestablished in the future. At a bill signing ceremony on Friday, Mr. DeSantis accused Disney of lying about the controversial bill, which bars many primary school classrooms from discussing sexual orientation. You're a corporation based in Burbank, California, and you're going to marshal your economic your economic might to attack the parents of my state he said this is what DeSantis said i don't think they take that right your corporation based in burbank let me just read this out loud again hold on you're a corporation based in burbank california and you're going to marshal your economic might to attack 
the parents of my state. Yeah, it's an M. Is that does that make sense? I don't does that This is why I don't read articles. It doesn't make sense to me. But this is good. This is good. We're getting the news out there. You're a corporation based I gotta read it one more time. I'm sorry. You're a corporation based in Burbank, California, and you're gonna marshal your economic might to it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What the fuck is that? Who wrote this fucking article? Who? Yeah, the author isn't listed. That makes sense. That makes sense. That author fucking removed his name from this shit. Yeah, I would too. The, you're gonna marshal your economic might to attack the parents of my state. Maybe it makes sense. Maybe I'm just not vocabulary. Maybe I'm just not vocabulary. Yeah, because that makes sense, Lou. Maybe I'm just not up to that speed. Maybe I'm not that smart. I don't know, but that just doesn't make sense to me. Whatever. We'll keep going. We view that as a... Oh. (laughs) We're going to fight back against that, okay? On Thursday, Florida's legislature passed a bill which would largely remove Disney's powers in the special district where its theme park is based. Disney did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the BBC. Following the move, the district will be dissolved June 1st, 2023. Bro, why... Why are you attacking the Magic Kingdom, bro? Did your parents never take you there as a kid? Is that why you're so upset? Come on, man. Why are, you ta- why are you attacking the Epcot? What'd the Epcot ever do to you? Why are we attacking the Magic Kingdom? Man, we got better things to do. The Magic Kingdom is magical. Man, what? Come on, now. Why are we attacking these? Why are we attacking Disney? Disney's Disney, bro. What are we doing here? What are we doing? It's the Magic Kingdom. The decision to strip Disney of its status comes amid growing tension between the company and the state as a result of its opposition to the gender and sexuality education bill signed by Mr. DeSantis last month. The bill prohibits prohibits any instruction about sexual orientation of gender identity between kindergarten and third grade in primary school. See... I don't know. Gender gender identity is tough. It's a tough subject. Now, especially gender identity. Okay, let me go back on my words. So I maybe you could teach about... See, either way, when you're... At home, the parents should be teaching this stuff. I don't think that educators need to be teaching this stuff. I think that the parents should be teaching this stuff. I think that the parents should be telling them, hey, this is how the world is. This is what's going on. This is what people can do. We all live, we all live our own lives. We all see the world differently. And that's just what it is. So, you know, I don't think they... I don't think they should have passed a bill for it but also i don't think that educators should be teaching about it because i think the parents should be teaching their kids about it i think their parents should be opening up their kids to this and 
And I think that's okay. And, you know, because especially when educators get political, it's weird. Like, I know when my professors got political, it was weird. I, I, I don't like talking politics. I, I, don't, I don't like talk, talking politics. I hate politics. It, 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 nah, I get it away from me. Nope, not going to do it. You know, and, and, but, you know, I, I, I like to argue politics with, with my friends, with my family. I, and I think that w- what they teach you, I think, is a re- representation of who you are. So I think that the parents should be teaching all this, saying, hey, this, people are gay, people are straight, people are pansexual, people are asexual. There's a ton of things. People are gay, people are bi, people are lesbian, people, you know, whatever. I think parents should be teaching this, not educators. So I I think I'm a little different in that category where I don't where I don't think they should have passed the bill, but I I don't I don't agree with what this guy is doing because what are you doing with the Magic Kingdom, bro? That's the Magic Kingdom. Leave the Magic Kingdom alone. It's Disney we're talking about here. So get fucking real, DeSantis. Come on. But um, it's definitely not a don't say gay bill. It's just from kindergarten to third grade. So I think them putting don't say gay bill on there is a little extreme. I'm just going to be honest. That's a little extreme. So, but I, I do think that parents should be teaching their kids about this, you know, and, you know, ed- education is for learning you know, learning about real life. I mean, you also learn that from your parents, but also learning about how you control finances, how, you know, learning about history, learning about how people go about in the world. You know, and, and come on. I don't know. I, bro. So, on Friday, Mr. DeSantis said that even if none of that debate about the bill had happened, this is the right thing to do, adding that Disney's status was unlike anything else that we know in the state of Florida. Bro, go to Disney, man. Take your parents to Disney and just let's let's all forget about it. Let's move on from the past, DeSantis. Come on, man. You're not a kid anymore. Go to Disney and have a great time, and guess what? You're probably not going to be saying that anymore. Okay? Come on now. That's just ridiculous. Why are you trying to take down the Magic Kingdom, dude? That makes no sense. It's magic. It's the Magic Kingdom. Come on. It's Disney we're talking about. Come on, man. Ah. All right. Whatever. You know, I think again, I think I think I think parents should be educating their children on this. Uh yeah. But you know, did we need that bill? No. I just think people should be educated. That's all. I don't <laughs> uh whatever. D- Disney wins. Disney wins in my heart. Disney will always win. Let me see if I can find out like who's who who is winning. Who is winning Disney versus DeSantis? 
Let's see. Oh, looks like DeSantis. Looks like DeSantis won. Revoking Disney's DeSantis Notch's legal win in battle over law. Revoking Disney's special task tax district. How'd you win that, bro? Why are we taking down the Magic Kingdom? We're taking down the Magic Kingdom. What are we doing here? What are we doing? I don't know. But Disney's great. Um, so now I'm going to go through some of these questions. I have a ton of them. So this is great. Uh, I'll do two today. So... Who is worse on your mental health, the Phillies or 76ers? <laughs> ah, both of them. Yeah, Phillies and 76ers make me go crazy. They make me sad. And they stink every year and i love it and it's so much fun being a philly fan and it's also really fun being a new york jet fan and that is so amazing and i love every second of it and i'll never stop liking those teams because i grew up liking those teams forever and now i'm stuck liking those teams forever and now i can't like a new team because i already like all these teams and i already know all the players and i don't want to learn new players names so, yeah, that's where I'm at. My heart is in Philly, and my heart is with the New York Jets. So, yeah. who was? But if I had to choose one, who was worth on the mental health, the Phillies or 76ers? I got to say the 76ers. We haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. No, not the playoffs. We haven't made it to the finals since 2001. So, yeah, that's super fun. And we're always bad, and we always lose in the second round of the playoffs. And we're always going to be bad, and we're never going to win a finals again. So that's great. I love never winning a finals again. The Phillies, on the other hand, are doing better. They also stressed me the fuck out because they haven't been to the playoffs in 10 years. That's what I meant. I didn't mean the Sixers. I meant the Phillies haven't been to the playoffs in 10 years. So that's great. I love it. So, yeah, that's who's worse, the Sixers, for sure. Um, fuck, I spilled water all over my goddamn leg, and now it's cold, but it feels good because it's a scorcher out there today. Great, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so here's another one. Who's cooler, Ethan or Dylan, and why is it Ethan? <laughs> Uh, Ethan's not cooler than anybody, so there's that. Ethan, sorry, Ethan. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I'll do another one since that one was kind of short. Ethan, Ethan never hangs out with us, but Dylan always peer pressures. I mean, what's worse for you? The peer pressure I can handle because I can say no whenever. I don't I don't get phased by that shit no more. But anyways, I've had an itchy asshole for the last few months after my roommate used my bed for a gangbang. What should I do? Should probably get a new roommate. Mm-hmm. 
yeah go to a new get a new roommate um that's that and also if your roommate had a gangbang were you in there if they used your bed were you in there also see a doctor <laughs> we should definitely see a doctor about that and uh yeah that is a very alarming question, and I'm sure it's not actually real. <laughs> and I bet I know who actually said that. I I bet I know who said that, and his name could possibly be Joey. So we'll see what happens there. I'll I'll see if he notices. I'll see if he watches this and sees if I if I notice if if I got that right. Um, I don't think it, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, get a new roommate, there you go, anyways, um, just to sign off, the world is filled with sadness, pain, and hurt, but it's also filled with joy, beauty, and wonderful things, turn most of your attention to the goodness that this world has to offer, and use the pain of this world to your benefit, allow the pain to help you grow there's a great song by andy grammar called wish you pain and i i i would i would like for you to all go listen to it i would recommend you listening to it it talks about wishing you pain through life um i'll just go look up the lyrics right now i mean i could sing them but i'm sure we all don't want that because andy grammar sings it not me but you know, he says, I hope your doubts come like monsters and terrorize your dreams. I hope you feel the lonely hopelessness because no one else believes. I hope you question whether you ever really had a chance at all. I hope your fear is thick like poison that gets into your blood. I hope you push until you cannot breathe and it's still not enough. I hope you put your life out on the line and everybody watches while you fall. Because I love you more than you could know. And your heart it grows every time it breaks. I know that it might sound strange, but I wish you pain. I wish you pain. It's hard to say, but I wish you pain. I hope people break their promises and leave you in the cold. I, hate, I hope they beat your heart to pieces, worse than you've ever known. I hope you finally arrive only to find you're nowhere close. I hope you cry and tears come streaming down your face. I hope this life traps you in more than you thought you could ever take. I hope the help you want never comes and you do it on your own. Because I love you more than you could know. And your heart, it grows every time it breaks. I know that it might sound strange, but I wish you pain. Wish you pain. It's hard to say, but I wish you pain. I love you more than you could ever know. Been here before, and I just want to see you grow want you to grow because everything that matters most that's where it goes
by a different name. I know that it might sound strange, but I wish you pain. And it's hard to realize it now, but pain will help you grow. And I promise you that pain isn't going to last forever. So keep using that pain to help you grow. It's hard now, but it's not going to be hard forever. It sucks now, but it's not going to be hard forever. Keep growing. Use that pain. Use that pain to your benefit, as I said earlier. Use that pain to your benefit. And look for all the goodness in the world. And the pain, and the pain will come easier. And 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 you'll be in pain, but you'll know you'll know how to make yourself happy. And the and and others around you will flock more towards you because you have this confidence, you have this glow to you. So keep going. I promise you it gets better. And hey, that's episode two of Live Laugh Lou. If you tuned in all the way to the end, thank you so much for watching. And thanks again, you know, for filling out these forms, for listening, for watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. Keep doing it. Tell your friends, family. Let everybody know. Because, hey, we're not alone here. We want to, we want to, we're in this thing together. We want to do this together. We want to get better together. Let's get better together. Let's self-improve. Let's do it. Hey, guys, I appreciate all of you. All right, take it easy. All right, I'll see you next week.